What's going on, guys? Fantasy Stock Exchange here, bringing you another part of our team mock draft series. Uh, again, 2020 NFL mock drafts. We're going seven rounds deep. This is the second installment in our NFC South. We're deep diving in Bush's favorite team here, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, uh, Bush, what do you want to say about your favorite team here? Let's get a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, face the Cowboys in the NFC Championship. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> now, going into this, I mean, we kind of mentioned uh, – Obviously, we would want to get a guy like a right tackle, like if like Dredrick Wills here. Now, would you be opposed to trying to trade up to acquire a guy like that? Uh, I'd like to see we'll, – we'll pause the draft starting starting at pick five. Like, yeah. pause it after each pick because I want to see um, how the board falls. Because okay. certain teams, like certain tackle-needy teams, if they don't take a tackle, like if the Giants don't take one or if, like, the Cardinals don't take one, like, we'll, then we'll, we, we could probably wait on it. But if there's, like – three tackles off the board we got to probably hop the hop the grounds with the jets okay let's do it so we're at six here no tackles okay, are going. no tackles that's good no tackles yet yeah still no tackles that i we could probably sit we could probably sit pat to be honest so, we have six picks seven. that's a steal wow that is a steal. Uh, so, I mean, we got four tackles here and seven picks left. Realistically, we're looking at the Cardinals. Only three, play, only three teams can pick a tackle, in my opinion, of these guys. I can so. see the Jaguars doing it, to be quite honest. If they do, then we'll, we'll try and trade up. But I, don't, I think okay. we're probably all right here. All right, let's do it. So, yeah, there goes Wirfs, Kinlaw. Yes, one should make it to us. I think hopefully it's Thomas. Wow. Oh, my God, they picked Xavier. Oh, my God, we're going to have a choice of three tackles. What the heck? If Jedrick Wills is here, this is the greatest pick of all time. Jedrick Wills. It's not. I'm it's not even no about it. This uh, John Ledyard of uh, PewterReport.com uh, wrote an article called uh, "The Most Ideal Scenario for the Bucks," and it's trading up for Jedrick Wills. So if Jedrick Wills is there at 14, run to the podium. Run. I mean, he's Spring. a natural right tackle, and that's what you guys need. Simply yeah, put, he played a bit of left in college too, but he's he is he's the best tackle in the draft in my opinion and he is also the best scheme fit and he already plays the position so it's yeah. it's a no-brainer to me i mean we're looking back on the clock here and this is going to be another fit if uh dobbins or taylor are here oh my god jonathan taylor's on the board that's what i mean like i don't think there's any way you guys could pass him i don't either i don't think you can i i love clyde edwards hilaire for the bucks but jonathan taylor's on the board like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't Jonathan think we overthink Taylor. this. Pick Jonathan Taylor. Like, you can't overthink that. Jonathan Taylor's <laughs> the best running back in this class. This is going to be a quick fucking video. So every uh, Bucks fan, including uh, Bush over here, is going to be uh, That is the most ideal – like, the, the most ideal scenario for the Bucks in the, in the draft is that they get an elite running back, which I think Jonathan Taylor is, as, like, a prospect, and an elite tackle, which I think Jedrick Wills is. If you get those two things, even if it's not Jedrick Wills, like, if you get Andrew Thomas, like, it's still an elite – like, it's still a great pick. Yeah, sorry, my light just kind of went out. Oh, no, that's who I was going to pick. Which one, Ashton Davis? Ashton Davis. I think Ashton Davis would have been a steal here, too. I think he's in the top 50 of my, of my big board, so he, he would have been a steal if he was still here. I mean, we could look at who else is on the board. I mean, is there any interior line that we care about here? Damian Lewis is not bad. Nick Harris, Natani Muti. I mean, I know you, uh, you, you – They don't need an interior line. I was going to say, you, I, I know you like Kappa. Kappa. Yeah, Alex Kappa stepped up sure. a lot in his second year. He was basically uh, – Pro Football Focus referred to him as the best weak link in the NFL, meaning that he was technically the lowest-rated player on their offensive line. But of the all the NFL teams, he was the best of all the weakest players on their offensive line. So I think – and he was a second-year player from a Division II school. Yeah. So he was uh, – and he was a tackle in college too, so he wasn't even a guard. 
So he stepped in, played right guard his rookie year, looked not great towards the end of his rookie year. And then we all had a lot of questions coming into this year. And then he, he performed really well in his second year. Like basically the way I look at it is you never saw him make mistakes. And it, for, for an offensive lineman, that's a good thing. If you don't yeah, notice them, it's a good thing. So I agree there. Uh, I mean, I think, I think interior line to me is not even remotely as high a need as they have it listed. So. I mean, again, I'm not the biggest Bucks expert. Uh, I just need like Alex Kappa or whatever. Uh, so I just wanted to leave that to you, what you were thinking. But yeah, if you like Kappa, uh, we can definitely segue somewhere else. I mean, third round, 76 here. Uh, where are you looking to really attack? Because I, I see safety, I see edge. I think we can get a, a slot receiver next round that could really pair with the two you guys have. But uh, yeah, what are you thinking? Uh, just quickly on the O-line again. Uh, Ali Marpet's a stud and so is Ryan Jensen. So they don't. the, the interior O-line is set in my opinion. I don't think they need an O-lineman at all other than a tackle, obviously. But uh, yeah, can you go can. to um, quarterback real quick? I just want to see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Jalen Hurts is on the board. Okay, this is interesting. Because to me, Jalen Hurts, of the quarterbacks left, is by far and away the best Easily. there. Jacob Eason, anyone who's watched this for any period of time knows that me and Danny are not fans of Jacob Eason. I'm not <laughs> even want... – I have him – He's I got a fifth-round grade on him. Yeah. He's not even remotely – like on the radar for me right if you now. want to hear the jacob in love you just gotta to listen to a video with tyler in it and then yeah exactly it'll balance us out um, but. can you go to receiver real quick because to me yeah. it's either jalen hurts or the best receiver on the board right now is the pick i mean Mike Pittman, Pittman you already have Pittman. evans yeah jones i mean maybe edwards edwards would be good but then i know you really like van jefferson we van probably jefferson get him the next round. i want and i've seen him fall to the fourth round before so go pick jalen hurts because I think Van Jefferson's going to be – and I honestly don't think K.J. Hill and Lynn Bowden are horrible picks either. Agreed. For what we need. Well, we got Jalen Hurts at 76. Pittman goes right off the board again. Uh, Damian Lewis, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I like Terrell Burgess. I mean, if the Cowboys can get him at 82, I think that's a, a fantastic pick there. Good on, uh, on DPJ, too, I, I think uh, the Bucks are going to like DPJ. I think uh, in the third round, he's definitely – if he's there, he's definitely in the mix. I think they'll like Brian Edwards also. Because I think yeah, I Brian agree. Edwards is a little, little bit like Chris Godwin. I love Brian Edwards personally, but uh, yeah, I don't know uh, how other teams. Oh, about. stupid Eagles! <laughs> I was gonna say, where did you guys? Oh, one seventeen. Yeah, gave you guys a good. We gave you a good draft, Eagles. Come on, can I ruin my now, draft? I have one question for you because there's a guy I'm looking at here. I mean, it's Gabe Davis to me. I was gonna say, what about Tyler Johnson? Tyler Johnson. The reason I don't like picking Tyler Johnson in mock drafts is because I don't think he's gonna get drafted period. I, I don't get why the though. League. Why are NFL teams so, so much lower on him than like the general media? I don't see anything it's, about his game when you no, watch it's him. It's not his game. It's not his game. It's his personality and his, his medicals and his, his, um, like his, he has off field flags too. Like, I, I think he's, he's like Preston Williams. Look at him like Preston Williams. Cause I think Preston Williams was like a third round receiver, but, uh, he had off field issues and I think he had something medical as well. Uh, Tyler Johnson to me, who, if, he goes like I'd love to pick him here. I think he's the best receiver on the board, and I don't even think it's close. But Agreed. I don't think he's going to get drafted like at all. Like we saw Emmanuel Hall and uh, Demarcus Lodge not get drafted, and I think they had similar tape to Johnson, and they didn't have any concern. So I I don't think he's going to get drafted. Period. So no. I think Tyler Johnson is a great player, and I think he's going to probably outperform wherever he gets drafted. But you can't pick him here because he's probably going to. He's got some off-field concerns and personality concerns, so it's, it's just too big of a risk to me. Now, I think what, Gabe Davis is the best guy on the board right I now. I was going to mention, what are your thoughts on, like, a Bowden or, a, like, say if we saw Antonio Gibson? And, like, we put Antonio Gibson as more of, like, a receiving weapon type. Is he uh, on the board? I, I, that's what I was going to check. on a running back. 
I, he's, yeah, he's gone. gone. Unfortunate. All right. So yeah, if you like Gabe Davis, let's take him. I like I like Devin Duvernay as well, but I don't think the Bucks will like him because I think Duvernay projects kind of as a 50-50 slot to outside guy. And I know Bruce Arians loves his, his slot receivers to be able to block, and I don't think Duvernay really has the frame to do that. I think that's what Godwin's for because Godwin's like a thick dude. Who can oh, block, yeah. uh, who, who are you? Arguing? They run like wham blocks with them. Like, yeah, who are you arguing with on Twitter that like, oh, they need to bring in uh, like a uh, small little. Oh, Jim Nagy. Jim Nagy, yeah. the the guy who runs the Senior Bowl, was telling me that they need to bring in Jul- like a Julian Edelman type receiver. I'm like, Bruce Arians doesn't like those type of receivers because they can't block. Like, Ju- not not saying Julian Edelman can't block because I think he can block, but like Adam you're Humphreys. not going to get Julian Edelman. So. I mean, you guys Adam lost Humphreys Adam Humphreys. Can't block. Like ago. I've seen Adam Humphreys in Tampa before, and he can't block. And like small receivers like that, it's hard for you to block linebackers one on one. And I think yeah. Julian Edelman, if you can get Julian Edelman all day, sign up for it. But no. Julian Edelman, I don't think is is available. So now, realistically, um, here, if the like, I know we're just playing like hypotheticals. If you're trying to poach a guy like Julian Edelman away from the Pats, like, what do you think like the price would be? Like a five or six? This pick probably. So okay, so like a four, yeah. So, we have two fours, so I would I would give him a four. All right, yeah. So uh, I mean, we're playing hypotheticals here, so like obviously that's not going to be the case, like in yeah. terms of making this mock draft right now. So let's just take Gabe Davis and uh, move on. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the fit of Gabe Davis. I think he he like I kind of said about Devin Duvernay. I think he's got inside outside versatility, but I think he's he's a little sturdier, and I think he's also just I think he's more polished as well than uh, than Duvernay is. I think Duvernay is a, like like pretty raw as a player, and I think. With the, the state of the team that it's in right now, you want a guy that can probably step in and contribute right away. Yeah, so uh, we're back on the clock here. Second pick of the fourth round, uh, pick 139. Uh, you know I'm going right now. Yeah. So, let's see if you know it without me saying it. Uh, oh, Jerry. Is J.R. Reed on the board? J.R. Reed's on the board. Don't think twice, pick J.R. Reed. That's, that's, <laughs> in my opinion, it's just the easiest pick. The draft network's too low on J.R. Reed, in my opinion. J.R. Reed is a third-round player, in my opinion. Like, the way I have him graded is a mid-third-rounder. And he brings them something that I think they're missing right now. With, with Justin Evans on IR from uh, Turf Toe, they have Jordan Whitehead, who's like kind of like a great like thumper-type safety box guy. But you need someone with a little bit more range, and I think J.R. Reed um, definitely offers that. that. I know they like, they like Dakota Dixon as well, who was undrafted last year, who got hurt in training camp, but they still kept him. Which is which is very rare for a team to keep an undrafted free agent after he gets hurt for the entire year, is is rare. So I think they really like Dakota Dixon as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're looking back on the board here. Uh, one, pick one sixty one. Uh, where are you thinking we go here, Edge? Yeah. So I mean, there's nobody really. I don't know. Do you like anybody on the board? Carter Coughlin, but it might be too early for him. I mean, we, we say this every time. We're like, oh, yeah, let's give them a, a mid-round edge. And, like, the we always look at the board. This class is not good. It's just Ugh. not. This is not the year to need an edge rusher because even at the top, it's not great. As, mm-hmm. Aside from Chase Young and Chase on, in my opinion, it's a pretty steep drop-off. Drop off. I know a lot of people like Yitzhak Gross Mottos. I'm not one of those people. So yeah. I don't hate him. I mean, I think he's, like, more of, like, a second-round player, but people are going to try to force him into the mid-to-late first round. So uh, that's just my thoughts. Uh, Khalil Davis is intriguing to me. What's his, what's Khalil Davis way? Can you click on his report real quick? 305. 305? Okay, that's exactly what I thought he was kind of in the neighborhood. To me, he's he, a good kind of like heir apparent to Sue if Sue wants to move on. Does he ha- – like, is he the better or worse brother? Because I know there's like two fucking – or sorry, excuse my language. Two, two twin brothers uh, that play on the Nebraska defensive line. I know one of them is like – I think Khalil's the better one. 
we can just check. Yeah, yeah. There he is, Carlos. Yeah, Carlos Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Khalil's the more athletic one. I know that for sure. But um, yeah, anyway. I think I think he's a great guy to to bring into the their uh, IDL rotation needs some work. I know they lost um the Patriots signed Bo Allen in free agency, who was oh, like yeah. their like fourth guy up or whatever. So I think they need depth and also um William Golston and uh and Dominican Sue are getting up there in age and they're both kind of like contract wise they're like question marks going in next year so if you want to get Khalil Davis maybe groom him to take over for one of those two guys if if one of them wants uh to move on next year so I think I think the pick's Khalil Davis here I like that uh now you said William Golson. Is that Vernon Golson's brother or cousin? I I don't know if there's any relation. Because be the first the first round bust from like literally 2007. I don't know. I just rang a bell when I when I heard that. But uh, he might be. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll check it after. I mean, the viewers the viewers could probably look it up on their phones as we're doing this. But yeah, Khalil Davis here, uh, pick 161, fifth round, good value. Cowboys getting Isaiah Hodges. I like that a lot too. But uh, I'm not going to talk about every one of the Cowboys picks, even though I'm a huge fan. I mean, we've done it every other video. Yeah, literally. Harrison Bryant to the Pats. Wow. Harrison Bryant's going too late, man. Yeah, I know. Jacob Phillips, I like that. Please let there be an edge rusher on the board worth a damn. There's nobody that you even care about at all. Please, Carter Coughlin. Please, Carter Coughlin. Please, Carter Coughlin. He's the only guy on the board I like. Carter Coughlin, that's the pick. Fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah, so the Bucks lost Carl Nassib in free agency to the Raiders, who's Carl Nassib's pretty underrated. I think he's like a six to eight sack guy, like lock him in in a rotation, pass rush specialist, and he's pretty decent against the run. So you bring in a guy like Carter Coughlin to replace him. They drafted Anthony Nelson in the fourth round last year. It's just good depth behind um behind your two stud guys and JPP and Shaq Barrett. So Yeah, I like it. I mean, uh we're gonna have a little wait here, uh considering we have no picks left. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah. I def I just give me a home run draft for me. This is how I would do it. This is not what I think is gonna happen, even though I do think that Jedrick Wills and Jonathan Taylor would be predictive picks if that the board were to fall that way. I, I think that's exactly how it would go. Uh Jalen Hurts, I don't think they're gonna pick Jalen Hurts personally. I don't think they're gonna pick a quarterback at all. I think they like Blaine Gabbard as the backup. I think quarterback is more of a next year type thing for them. I think they're gonna probably draft a quarterback next year, either like probably like second, third round, maybe not like Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Brady gets hurt and we tank for Trevor Lawrence. I don't hate it. Um, yeah, but like in terms of the mid, like this, this is exactly what I would do, and I I love the that outcome for the Bucks. I think it fills pretty much every need that they have, except for maybe some O line depth, which they probably could use. But you can you can pick up, um, especially interior guys, is I think where they need the depth the most. And I think interior guys, they signed Joe Hag from the Colts, who's a great swing tackle for them. Yep. Um, but their interior depth is not good. And I think you could probably find some undrafted gems. Interior linemen from small schools is their specialty. They turned Ali Marpet into a superstar, and it looks like uh, um, Alex Kappa is going to be a solid player for his career. So I think the interior line definitely needed some depth. But uh, other, other than that, I think we addressed all their, all their needs. Yeah, so going over our seven rounds uh, for the – for the podcast listeners, at 14, we took Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle from Alabama. 45, Jonathan Taylor, running back from Wisconsin. 76, Jalen Hurts, quarterback from Oklahoma. Uh, at 117, we got Gabriel Davis, wide receiver from uh, University of UCF. University, you know what I mean. Central Florida. Yeah, Central Florida. <laughs> yeah, that kind of rang off wrong. Uh, going back to that, J.R. Reed, safety, Georgia from at 139. Khalil Davis, interior defensive lineman from Nebraska at 161. And then to 
top of our drafts, we got Carter Coughlin, edge rusher from Minnesota at 194. So uh, I know Bush is a big uh, fan of this. What are you thinking? What are we thinking uh, for grade? I just realized there's a, a Nebraska connection from Sue and uh, Levante David. Both went to Nebraska, so they'll love Khalil Davis for that reason. But, yeah, but... Um, I, yeah, I love this. I think the first two picks are absolutely home runs, like absolute yeah. home runs. Like Jedrick Wills if, is not going to be there. I don't think there's a chance in hell he's there at 14. So if he's there – you, you sprint to the podium because he's exactly what you're looking for. He's a dream fit for that offense. He's perfect, great, great polished right tackle. He can play right away. He's slot him in there. You don't think twice about it. Jonathan Taylor, same thing. Uh, he's the best running back in this class, in my opinion. And him and Ronald Jones aren't – while they're not the best complements to each other, I think they definitely um, both are similar in their fact that I think Jonathan Taylor can give you something in pass protection that um, Ronald Jones is, is hasn't shown yet. So – I think they're pretty yeah. similar as receivers. You might want and, to upgrade and get a receiving back in free agency. But as much as you like Ronald Jones, man, like if Jonathan Taylor's on the board there at 45, yeah. there's no way in freaking hell you can pass on him. I mean, he's a freaking freak. Yeah. Like he's he, he's insane. So, uh, yeah, I mean, as much as the uh, Bucks fans love their Ronald Jones, I mean, Jonathan Taylor's, he well, literally. I love Ronald Jones, not necessarily all Bucks fans, but I think Ronald Jones is a great player. So I, I, yeah. I was more looking towards a guy like Clyde Edwards Hilaire because I think they complement each other well. And I think Ronald Jones is still liked by the organization and they still want to use him. But yeah, like, like you said, and like we've repeated, Jonathan Taylor is Nick Chubb to me. I think that's who I compared him to. I think he's a great, yeah. I think he's a it's great my comp too. Back, and I think he's a better runner than Ronald Jones is and receiver wise, they're pretty comparable. And he's better in pass protection. So I think he's almost a pure upgrade across the board over Ronald Jones. And you can still use both guys. So I was uh, just gonna mention, I mean, we, we compare him to Nick Chubb and as as athletic and fast as Nick Chubb is at four five two, Jonathan Taylor literally ran a four three nine. Yeah. Like he's a faster Nick Chubb. As much as I love Nick Chubb, I think he's a top ten running back in the league. Jonathan Taylor can step in and be that too. So uh yeah. and Ronald Jones runs a four four two. So you got two yeah. home run hitters. So uh, and, uh, given- the other picks I want to talk about real quick is Jalen Hurts to me is the perfect quarterback to groom because Jalen Hurts, everyone knows about his personality. He's, he's great for your locker room. He's a great guy. He's willing to wait and sit under the wing of Tom Brady because he's done it before at Alabama. I think it's just a slam dunk pick. I think Jalen Hurts is my QB five. Same. I think he has room to grow. Some people seem to think he's kind of like a finished product because he's like a, not you know, even like a close. Senior. I think he has a lot of room to grow. I think uh, working like, and how many like, can you ask for a better tutor than than Bruce Arians and Tom Brady? Like, are you kidding me? I mean, I'm not going to compare him to Deshaun Watson, but like, you those kind of proven proven winners at big programs for whatever reason, people will just find a way to hit on their game. Like Deshaun Watson coming out, people had him as their QB three, QB four, simply because like, oh, he doesn't have the mechanicals or uh, the mechanics. Sorry, not mechanicals. He doesn't have the mechanics. Was, uh, His throw power is off. People are like, I'm not comparing Jalen Hurts uh, to Deshaun Watson because I did have Deshaun Watson like a decent bit higher, but Jalen Hurts is my quarterback five. Uh, I think he's personally a second round type player, but pe- there are some people that have him outside their top six, top seven. I'm just like, how do, can you do that? How can you pick a guy, a uh, guy apart that much when he's literally shown to be such a playmaker at the college level? It's and a big he's- stage factor. When he's on a big stage, he's at a big school, two big schools. When he's at two big schools like that, people see him a lot and they like, like they watch, they probably see like most of the general public has probably seen more interceptions of Jalen Hurts than they have of, of Justin Herbert, even though they're both playing James Morgan. Yeah. Or James Morgan or Anthony Gordon, or like these guys that are like developmental guys. Like I think Jalen Hurts is better developmentally than all of them because he's simply 
but he's he's got the, you know he's got the personality to be, yeah. be developed like none of us have met him personally obviously but we know we've heard from a lot of te- like teams have been saying like oh Jalen Hurts is just a great like great locker room presence and all that um as far as the other picks I'm just going to kind of skip over them skip real over quick because I don't want to make this video run too long Gabe Davis is, is a great fit he's a great you mix him in with Scotty Miller and uh, Justin Watson and I think you kind of do a wide receiver three by committee if that makes any sense you also have your two tight ends if you want to mix them in more than they sh- they probably should have been mixed in last year so uh jr reed is my like probably one of my favorite players in the draft i yeah i think he's got a lot of range i don't think a lot of people talk about him enough and i think he's going to be a much better pro than he was a college player um khalil davis again like i mentioned he's got the nebraska pedigree that ndamukong sue will like i think um i think he's a good athlete i think he's he's not exactly the type of mold that todd bowles uses at d tackle i think he likes more of the pocket pusher type but i think you pair a um, more explosive guy with vita vea for the long term Again, this is a sixth round pick or a fifth round pick. We don't know yeah. if he's going to be around like super long, but I think it's I think it's a good fit, and you could probably groom him into a, a rotational role at least. And then Carter Coughlin, I think he's just he's just got some upside. He's more of a boomer bust type pick for me. Yeah, I mean you're taking him at the end of the draft. Like that's what you yeah, go exactly. for. But yeah, again, we just briefed over the draft. Uh, go like and subscribe. Leave us leave us comments in the comment section. Uh, whether you like, disagree, agree with any of the picks, uh, flame us for whatever you want to. Oh, you don't like Jalen Hurts in the third round? Tell us why. The, again, we, we are free to engage with you guys in the comments. We look forward to seeing you guys try to chirp us in the comments. So, uh, this one will be harder for you, I can assure you that, because this team I definitely know. Trust me, we're a couple Canadians. Sometimes I'll be less willing to hear advice about this team because this is my team. Normally, I, I like to trust people on their own teams because I, I don't follow their teams like I do mine. This, this to me, is an ideal scenario. We didn't actually grade this. Let's give this yeah, a grade. A+. plus. <laughs> This is an A plus draft. It's, it's, it's an A plus alone because of the two first picks. To me, yeah. it doesn't matter what happened after that. It's an A plus because of the f- first two picks. Agreed. I mean, uh, but yeah, we're we're a couple Canadian boys. We love our chirps. So uh, go ahead, ring us in the comments. Uh, yeah, anything else you want to add before we sign off? Or uh, check out the website, thefantasystockexchange.com. We're going to be pumping out some content on there. Draft guide, uh, rookie draft guide releases April twenty sixth. It's also free. We I don't know if we mentioned that enough. It's free. So yeah. we're, we're providing you guys with value before and not making you open your checkbooks. So definitely check that out. Um, the week of the draft, there'll be a three round mock with the four of us from the channel. Uh, actually, I believe Nick will be joining us as well. Yeah, Notorious fantasy. Uh, we'll yeah. He'll them. be the commissioner. We'll, we'll get, we'll make it real Hollywood for you guys and uh, dress it up nice and, uh, Suit and tie. <laughs> yeah, definitely get some premium draft content the week of the draft. Cause we know that's pretty much all anyone has in sports right now is the NFL draft. So. Yep. Uh, Again, yeah, everything that Bush said just echoes it. So peace out, y'all. I mean, yeah.